Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives. If you had the case, could you trap a murderer by the sound of his voice? That is the problem on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Believe me, Jerry Browning, private detective. You can't always judge a case by the sound of it. I was driving down to West Plains on a strictly non-business errand to inspect some Courier and Ives prints that a man wanted to sell to my friend, Henard Schwartz, the collector, who was attending a book sale that evening. The clock on my dashboard showed exactly 8 o'clock, so I turned on my favorite mystery program. Langley's, the department store where every value is a true value, presents... The Adventures of Marley Crane, Counterintelligence Agent. Okay, so I'm a sucker for a mystery story. I listened and had the case all figured out, but just to make sure, I waited while the announcer, Franklin Darcy, worked his way through a long commercial just before the payoff. Langley's department store asks you to check, compare prices, convince yourself that at Langley's... We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special bulletin from our downtown news studio. Martin Wycroft, president of the Wycroft Trucking Corporation, and independent candidate for election to the state legislature in the stormy 11th district, was this evening shot to death in the doorway of his own home by an unknown assailant. Now, back to the adventures of Morley Crane. That's Langley's, 1518 Broad Street. Now here's Morley Crane to tell you how he cracked a nice case. They crossed me up. The killer wasn't the guy from the calendar company at all, but a street photographer. Oh, well. I visited the man with the courier and Ives prints to sell. They were worthless reproductions. Got back to town about 9.30. Found Lieutenant Dawson waiting for me at home. Jerry, this Wycroft murder is loaded with enough dynamite to blow the town open. And I drew the assignment. Everybody's under suspicion from a state senator all the way to a radio announcer. Jerry, I gotta have your help. When a wealthy candidate for a state office was murdered, my friend Lieutenant Dawson yelled for help. Wycroft's home was jammed with political big shots from the mayor on down. Commissioner McGillivray, I will not tolerate such shocking crime. You catch Wycroft's killer or else. You heard that, Dawson. Get the killer or else. Dawson gulped, looked around, but there was nobody behind him but me. Yes, sir. I'm working on it right now. Fill me in with the details, Dawson. Yeah, sure. Wycroft was head of Wycroft Trucking. He used to do a lot of contracting on road work. Hasn't had any since Harry Young got in the legislature, so Wycroft decided to run against Young himself. I get it. Young's an administration man, so Wycroft was bucking just about everybody in town, that it? Dawson nodded uneasily. There's another angle. Wycroft's daughter Patricia's been running with this radio announcer, Franklin Darcy from KRUB. Maybe you've heard him. Frank Darcy? Sure, heard him tonight at 8 o'clock on the Morley Crane Counterintelligence Show. Dawson looked unhappy. Yeah, and that lets him out. Witnesses who heard the shot placed a time around 8.10 to 8.12 out Dawson was on the air. I was still hoping he'd be our man. Wycroft hated the sight of him. Wouldn't let him in the house. Why can't he be your man, Dawson? The Morley Crane show's recorded. All Dawson had to do was drop a needle and... Well, I guess you're right at that. He had to be there to read the commercials. 
Yeah, Johnson. Mrs. Cloud yet? Not yet, Commissioner, but right soon, I hope. Come on, Jerry. We visited Harry Young, the state senator, at his home. Young man, I'm a personal friend of Police Commissioner McGillery, Fire Commissioner Gilligan, the coroner, and the mayor. Who dares say I'm suspected of anything? Nobody's accusing you, Senator. We'd just like to know where you were between, say, 8 and 8.30 tonight just to make our work easier. Well, all right. I was playing pinochle at the home of Harry Newitt. And in case you don't know it, he's merely the district attorney. I know it, sir. Come on, Jerry. Listen, Dawson, we've got nothing to lose. Let's go see that radio announcer, Franklin Darcy. We found Darcy still at the KRUB studios. He had a late news show to do. Well, how can you possibly suspect me? I was on the air from 8 to 8.30, had a live opening to do, commercial at 8.06, the second at 8.16, and the third at 8.25. And it's 12 minutes by car one way from here to the Wycroft house. How do you know that, Mr. Darcy? Did you time it? Darcy flushed. Well, I'm in radio. It's natural for me to keep track of time. And you can't deny that I was here announcing the Morley Crane show. I don't deny it. In fact, I heard you on my car radio. Fine reception. You came through perfectly. Thanks. Okay, okay, let's go, Jerry. No, 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 don't be in a hurry, Dawson. Mr. Darcy, just how do you work the Morley Crane show? Mind demonstrating? Darcy smiled. No, not at all. The show comes on two 16-inch platters. Here they are. I looked at the oversized records. Who plays these? Uh, who drops the needle, I mean, do you? Oh, sure, this is a small station. I'm the announcer, record tenor, engineer, the whole works. Uh-huh. So you could leave the studios if you didn't have commercials to read. Darcy was amused. Sure, if I got somebody else to put the other record on for me. I shook my head. Ah, that would mean a confederate too risky. A thought was forming at the back of my mind. Mr. Darcy, think carefully. Did anything happen during the show? Anything out of the way? Sure, our downtown newsroom cut me off for 30 seconds to put on a flash about Wycroft's death. I nodded. That's right. But you could have heard that on your own car radio. Tell me, Mr. Darcy, when you're cut off like that, you get a signal. Do you generally go right on reading a commercial as though you were still on the air? Darcy turned white, stared at me. No answer? Then here's another question. Do you own a wire recorder? Maybe a home wire recorder in which you could put the whole show, commercials and all, and leave it playing while you went off to commit a murder? That's what he did a lot of amateur killers do when backed into a corner. They try to run. It was a wire recorder job, of course. A portable. We found it in his locker. It still had the show and commercials on the wire. Darcy hadn't had time to clear it. He'd figured on everything the way every killer does. Knew that wire recorder quality was too good for detection. But he didn't figure on the unexpected that traps every killer. An interruption of his show during a commercial while the wire kept right on going. Like I said, maybe you can't trap a murderer by the sound of his voice. But you generally can by his failure to keep quiet at the right time. 